Hello and welcome to the Business of Data podcast. My name is Catherine King and I'll be your host. Welcome to season three. It's absolutely lovely to have you joining us. In this series, we will be talking to executives and thought leaders from a range of industries, departments and functions, all about their passions, experiences and challenges within data and analytics. Let's go ahead and dive straight into today's episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Business of Data podcast. This week we are chatting all about the changing online landscape, specifically how companies need to adapt to changing times with regards to customer relationships, analytics and privacy. Now to do just this, we have brought in a wonderful guest who is an expert in this area. Of course, I'm talking about Thanasis Thermopolis, who is the head of global marketing and commercial analytics for eBay. Now, if you haven't had the pleasure of meeting him, just a few intro facts before we get going. Now, Thanasis is dialing in from Amsterdam today. However, previously he has lived and worked in France as well. I always love that increasingly my guests on the Bob Pod are, are, are well-traveled and have lived many places, which which always adds in a really nice element to these conversations. I digress. Now, Thanasis, as I say, is currently eBay's head of global marketing and commercial analytics team. But prior to that has worked in a number of well-known brands, including Google. Now, if you can't find him at his work desk, you'll most likely find him spending time with his young family or perhaps even playing a musical instrument, most likely the piano. Brilliant to have you on joining us today. Thank you, Catherine. Now, as is the Bog Pod tradition, I start out with a nosy question. Now, I know that in addition to the piano, you, you play a couple other instruments as well, don't you? You play the, was it the oud you said you played? Yes, that's true. I play, yeah, I play a few more and I play the oud as well. Yes, we call this the, the uti in Greece, but it's, uh, it's the oud, yes. It's a instrument, a string instrument that's being played around the Mediterranean uh, in, in general. Oh, wonderful. Have you had more time to play in, in recent months and almost a year now, given everything that's gone gone on? Have you uh, been able to practice a bit more? Uh, I'm afraid uh, a bit less. Uh, that's what a bit I'm, less? That's when you have uh, yeah, a little family, uh, so you have a bit less time for yourself. So you need to do uh, several things, right? the jobs and, and your home job as well. So I'll keep it for later. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, apart from being an incredibly nosy person that I am, the reason I often ask these questions is because I really think that people's personal lives really influence them as a leader and how they approach their career. So I'm going to kind of blend that into the discussion as we go, because I'd imagine as a as a musician, you're a rather creative person, which I think lends itself very, very well to marketing and advertisement as well. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how those thread together. Now, Let's 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 set the scene a little. I know um, in your role you recently expanded into being uh, uh, more broad uh, than it was previously. So I wondered if you could begin by outlining your role and uh, and what it is you look after within eBay. Sure. Um, yes. Yeah, so I joined the uh, eBay uh, Classifieds group. Uh, so we are the part of eBay that takes care of all the classified uh, websites. Um, and I started uh, April the first, so in the middle of the first lockdown, uh, as uh, the head of the uh, global commercial analytics uh, team. So that encompasses mostly uh, advertising revenue, which is a big chunk of the revenue, obviously. Uh, and uh, uh, since a few weeks, I've been also uh, running the uh, uh, global uh, marketing analytics team. So that's, let's say, a parallel team that uh, also uh, takes care of uh, the analytics centrally, uh, but more on the marketing side. So uh, that uh, also 
um, encompasses a lot of, of uh, domain, but it's, it's more marketing. So it's, uh, of course, everything around the digital activities, paid digital activities, uh, CRM, uh, but also mm -hmm. satisfaction and many other topics. Super. I think it's going to be really interesting for the audience members who perhaps sit in one of those teams to hear from you and the fact that you are looking over uh, both now in, in various companies that we see. Uh, we have listeners from lots of different size companies and organisations. So it'd be really great to, to hear, hear for them your, your perspectives. Now, as I said at the top of this conversation, we're talking all about the changing landscape of the online world, um, especially in the realm of advertising and marketing, as you say. So let's 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 start off quite broad. Could you summarize the big changes that you're currently working through and, and, and the changes that you see on the horizon um, for for this world? Yeah, so obviously uh, um, there's a huge uh, shift now um, in the way that, uh, let's say, uh, users uh, go online and what they expect in terms of uh, of privacy mm -hmm. so this started already um yeah two years back i would say uh, with uh, the famous gdpr as we know uh, uh, in europe mostly uh, but also e-privacy and other changes as well so um there are quite a few impacts there obviously major ones uh, the first one being that it's becoming more and more difficult to recognize people online um and uh, what does this uh, has in terms of second second uh, wave of impact is that if you can't really recognize people online, then you will uh, more, let's say, uh, have more challenges in providing personalized experiences uh, mm -hmm. um, and uh, also be able to measure uh, whatever you're doing online as a, uh, online activities um, and to, to measure it. So, so the promise that we had in the past was um, a one-to-one -one personalization at scale. And so everybody was really um, trying very hard with very advanced models to be able to identify each unique person uh, across devices, across browsers, which is already kind of a little challenge. But in, in, in order to be able to do very specific uh, micro-targeting uh, and also being able to measure individually all the actions you would, uh, you mm -hmm. would run. Well, um this promise is uh, is a promise from the past so before we even managed to actually roll out this fully it's it's something that now is much more shifting into a what i call um not a one-to-one -one, but a one-to-few uh and what why would we do this um because there's been an increasing uh, let's say uh focus on privacy so yeah. the awareness uh, around uh not only the quantity and the type of data that uh companies, corporation collect about individuals, but also the fact that um, they used to do this a lot uh, with without people knowing. So um, people realize that, right? And, and now, uh, thanks to the awareness, thanks also to legislation, um, individuals have more power uh, and more control uh, mm -hmm. on what, uh, what they give in terms of information and to whom. Yeah. So um, this ranges, of course, uh, there's a very vast, let's say, a, a range of, of, of things there. So it comes from uh, really like, do you, are you allowed to follow me at all? So this is everything around cookies, I guess I will talk mm -hmm. about later, but also a, a bit later, what type of data. So these days that we're talking now, uh, one of the major messaging uh, uh, software is changing there there. Uh, terms and conditions um, and uh, collecting and combining much more data than before. And I think this is a, something that's very um, 
interesting because it's a bit the opposite of what everybody's doing and i'm very curious to see how the consumers will react to that absolutely now it's so funny um and i and i hope the audience members do it as well that when you're talking through things and you're hearing them you're, you're applying them to your own business or your own own life and when we were preparing um for for this episode um something actually happened in my personal life and i thought this is the kind of challenge that i think you're experiencing so i i follow a small business on on social media they're absolutely fantastic and regularly they do live streams on facebook and there's quite a it's it's almost a bit culty there's quite a big community that that follow them and there's a few key names that you oh well that's so and so from this anyway and uh, and they decided to move their live streaming away from facebook because they were finding they couldn't keep up with the comments fast enough that it was kind of a time lapse and they moved on to another platform now, when they moved, you couldn't just put your, your username as Catherine King. It had to be C King 2008 or something like that. And suddenly there was that kind of anonymity behind it. And people were commenting just as they were, but they weren't able to interact in that same way because you no longer knew who these people were. And it's very similar, I, I think, from, from what you were saying then. It, it made me think on it when I was seeing it happen that suddenly that, that you weren't able to personalize. They weren't able to make the jokes at the comments because they didn't know who those people were anymore and whether it would be relevant to them. And it made me think on, on this conversation here actually and how you, you have the same people engaging but you may not be able to identify them. And, uh, and it made me think of that and I thought that was an interesting interesting point to make. So I, I encourage all the audience members when you're listening to, to these podcasts to, to think about your own organizations and the challenges you'll be going through. Now. You mentioned GDPR, the dreaded GDPR, uh, as for some, easier for others. Now, since it came into force, there's been an increased um, public awareness to data and um, data privacy as well. How have you seen this impacting on opting in and consenting to sharing data at eBay? So <clears throat> GDPR is already something that's been enforced for, for some time. So um, companies have been able to to get prepared to uh try things and to comply right so uh, with um in general so th there are many parts in the gdpr and we're not here to to go in detail and everything but let's say one of the big parts is asking for uh people's uh, choice right or consent mm -hmm. on what they uh, are willing to give but there are many other things such as a uh, uh, privacy by design or the ability, uh, the right to be forgotten or this kind of thing. So that's more on the internal processes of the companies. So all this is, um, as I think, something that's very well mastered today. Um, the challenge, the two challenges that are that are more current, let's say, are around a privacy um, for, um, for, for around, so everything is the, what we call the cookie-less world, right? So mm -hmm. in, um, a few months from now, uh, the world will be cookie-less. So that's that's uh, that's very different from what we knew, because for the past, I don't know how old the internet is in your view, but let's say we could say 20 years, uh, maybe a bit more. Um, this is the main way to recognize people across websites, to pass information on users, etc. So, um, but this is also the, so there are some cookies that are very useful, right? So they they help you to be recognized when you log into a website because you don't. Mm -hmm. Type every time to type in your username and the password. They also remember your preferences. They uh, they have the, the, the website to function, so they maybe also uh, manage your cart, for instance, or your shopping cart. Um, but what you've seen in terms of of, of uh, let's say uh, uh, percentage uh, percentages and, and 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 big trend is that now the most uh, the cookies that are the mostly used are advertising cookies and mm -hmm. and are also what we call. Uh, cross-site cookies. So cookies that are there to 
pass information uh, between different websites so that we can recognize the customer's journey. And this uh, sometimes has a good intent, but sometimes is a bit overwhelming, right? And so information is shared very widely. So this is something that's going to be uh, disappearing progressively. And frankly, uh, not everyone has all answers to how we're going to be able to function after that. Um, the second one is uh, something that's much more specific to Apple with, uh, with uh, iOS 14 and, and so what they call the uh, app uh, transparency uh, framework, um, mm -hmm. framework where um, in their own way, uh, they will, they will um, let's say, give a very, um, a very um, obvious uh, and vocal uh, choice to the user on whether they are willing to share their identifier uh, for advertising. Um, so obviously, we've been preparing for this at uh, eBay Classified Group, and, uh, and uh, we've run a few tests. Uh, well, well, I can't I can't share all the numbers, of course, but what we can see is that there's a sizable chunk of people who um, will decline, let's say, consent, uh, yeah. as previously we could recognize them and provide them uh, personalized experience. So this is a challenge. Um, on the advertising side, of course, it's a challenge for all publishers. It's, it's a challenge. So um, the the few ways, let's say, to 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 work on this is um, a lot of I think uh, uh, explanation, right? So so tell the users why it's a it's probably a good thing. So when we were preparing, I also told you that famous sentence that uh, it's not that people hate ads, it's that people mm -hmm. hate ads. So I think from the moment where I will start to be targeted uh, with things that are absolutely not relevant to me. Uh, yeah, it will yeah. become annoying, right? Um, mm -hmm. So this is one, but also having more and more, not only consenting users, but uh, logged in users. Because when you have users that are logged in, it means generally that they accept to share, let's say, something about their profile, but also yeah. their, their history, their preferences, um, because it's just more convenient, more relevant, as you just get a better experience. But in order to do that, um, what you need to do is build trust. So if I'm a shady website or, or a website that is well known for, let's say, having uh, subpar uh, practices around their information sharing, mm -hmm. then I will be very reluctant to that. Um, if it's um, on the other side of business that I trust, that I, that I love, and that I'm totally okay with uh, giving some of my data to uh, in exchange for a better experience, I will do this uh, very gladly. Absolutely. And I think that that's kind of a key word, isn't it? Is that exchange that you've got to really see that value in 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 what you're going to get to, to give give uh, give back that value of your of your data as well. And that that exchange, I think, it isn't a permanent thing as well. And I think that's quite interesting, actually, how something that was relevant, perhaps, you know, isn't anymore as as well. Now, as you say, the 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 issue of it being unknown is is very um very prominent and the fact that people are preparing in many different ways but how will you be preparing for kind of the uncertainty that the that is currently provided by the landscape of uh, of marketing and advertisement so it varies per country we, we are currently present in uh, in uh, 11 uh, countries with, uh, with uh, 13 markets uh, the, um, the the two big things is a bit what I, I told you about logging logged in users so it's what we call mm. party data so first party data is the data you have about your users and that other people don't have, right? So something more. So for instance, uh, purchase history, this is a first party data, as opposed to third party data that would be, for instance, uh, if I ask uh, Google or Facebook to help me target people who like uh, jazz, then uh, they can give this to me and everybody knows that those users uh, like jazz. So 
um, if you, so this is one of the first things, right? It's, it's developing first party capabilities. So meaning not only um, collecting data, uh, of course, in a, in a compliant way uh, and with the consent of the users, but also being able to use it. So mm -hmm. once you've collected, once, once you know that this user has sold this item or has purchased this item, etc., or, or more stuff, what do you do with it? Um, mm -hmm. And it's not so easy, right? So, so the the martech and the ad tech uh, environments are things that have been built in the, like across all those years and decades. So you need to somehow replicate part of this, and it's what, uh, for instance, the major uh, media uh, sites have been doing, uh, but also e-commerce uh, and retail uh, websites uh, are increasingly focusing on that. Absolutely. So this is the first one. And second is being able to, let's say, test. So so it's something we, we do a lot, uh, especially in the analytics community, right? It's it's A-B testing. Mm. It's MVP, so it's basically testing, testing, testing all the time, um, which is something that uh, that the digital uh, allows us to do. It's testing at, at scale and to see, okay, what kind of messaging works well? Uh, how do customers respond to, uh, let's say, this kind of could be this kind of banner, this kind of uh, copy, uh, this kind of image, uh, and trying to see uh, how we can at the same time uh, be, let's say, the most efficient, but also be the most informative for our users and help yeah. them. Absolutely. Now we we mentioned earlier about the the kind of public awareness, and you know we 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 can all name different scandals that have happened where you know privacy has has not been adhered to in in issues like that, and there's. From from my experience speaking to to many executives, there's there's quite a range of understanding truly what GDPR means and different privacy and and again as you say with the with everything that's going on with the cookies, there's quite a lot of unknown. Do you think as as a in the wider industry, there's now a lack of creativity for fear of misstepping in these areas, or is it something that you think the industry's got a good handle on and can continue to, you know, be creative within the the realm of this privacy? Uh, I, I want to say privacy issue, but it's not necessarily an issue. It's a privacy uh, topic. Yes, yeah, it's not an issue. Definitely, it's a it's a change, right? So mm. uh, I think it's uh, I think it's for the good, like for for the users. Uh, yeah. It's generally it's a challenge uh, for the businesses. So it's a very interesting question um, um, that you're asking because um, what what you see that there is no one single truth, right? Even with mm. uh, law and regulations. And so if you talk to different uh, legal people or lawyers, uh, there is a part for interpretation, which also um, is increased when you work across different markets uh, geographically. Mm. Because you also uh, I must not forget that uh, when you work with a country that are outside uh, Europe, then they don't have the GDPR. Uh, but still, uh, their users, if it happens that a user comes from Europe, then they should be able to to apply the GDPR regulations because it applies to the users, and not to the company. And by the way, in the US, they don't have GDPR, but they have uh, a CCPA and they will yeah. soon have more. Uh, we'll see if it will get harmonized or not. We we don't know yet very well. So um, I think it's true that maybe some like uh, several companies now are maybe trying to focus more on being compliant and uh, mm -hmm. maybe even say you could say uh, avoid fines with which I think is is great. Right, it is the purpose of of setting up high fines is that people uh, comply uh, to avoid those fines. Um, and maybe the effort uh, is now a bit more on this side rather than being more creative and, fi and yeah. finding a way to do that. Um, 
but at the same time you need to because uh so we, we come from a situation a which is complex uh but mm -hmm. but but, but there are talents within the, in the industry that understand this very well um, to a situation B that nobody knows exactly. So Google is working on this uh, privacy sandbox. Uh, well, others are working on uh, other things. Common IDs uh, are being, uh, let's say, explored. Uh, but what's sure is that nobody knows exactly what will uh, be happening in one or two years from now. Um, yeah. So at the same time, you, you need to be careful. But at the same time, you need to be creative to mm -hmm. innovate. Uh, to invent a new way that the internet will work, that um, marketing will work, that uh, advertising will work online, uh, etc. Because one thing that's that's for sure is that uh, advertising is not is not going away. Uh, yeah. Right. It's it's uh, it's one of the main revenue for many businesses. So so it's something that's important. Absolutely. Being carefully creative. I love that. And uh, and I think it's fair to say that if anyone in the audience is looking for for a career that definitely provides lots of changes and twists in the journey, then uh, then this one is certainly on the top of the list for uh, for a landscape that's ever changing and, uh, and constantly will. So towards the end of this this discussion, let's let's move towards the future and let us know what is next in your analytics journey. The analytics journey. Well, that's uh, that's an interesting one. So, um, I think it's always the same, right? So, so online uh, provides you huge opportunities. So, um, that's scale, that's speed, that's access to markets, uh, that's uh, the ability to to change, to uh, iterate very fast, to test, etc. And at the same time, it's a it's a huge world of. Uh, uh, if not anonymity, at least uh, not knowing your consumers very well. So, so I think the challenge is doing this, is knowing your consumers uh, and your users uh, better and better, which uh, as we have been discussing is going to be more and more difficult. So that's, that's the interesting part. So um, the topic that go around this is of course, everything around personalization, um, personalized advertising, uh, personalized experience without cookies but also things such as uh, attribution. So attribution in the past was already a topic that was difficult. So to understand exactly where you should put your next dollar or, or yeah. remove your previous dollar in order, because this is helpful, this is incremental, this is not incremental, et cetera. There is overlap, there's waste. So attribution is, is, a, is a big topic and also customer journeys, right? So mm -hmm. uh, if a customer uh, buys something from you, um, how did it all start and and what helped and in and how much and in what way so this is these are things that are very interesting because they um they uh, imply uh, uh again collecting and uh, collating data uh mm -hmm. consistent but also having uh models that helps you analyze this because obviously you can't do this at scale uh, yeah let's say capabilities and this involves uh, machine learning this involves a uh, very uh, interesting and also a lot of let's say uh, storage something that uh, people uh, tend to um, forget uh, and storage means uh, costs means yeah. uh, delays means uh, lots of things so if you want to have um, uh, let's say an infrastructure that allows you to collect data understand what your consumers do uh, do this at scale, do this real-time or near real-time. Um, it's, a, it's a whole infrastructure uh, that I would let's say, probably put somewhere online, obviously, and run advanced models online as well, and have this integrated um, 
integrated chain of, uh, of uh, identifier events and data ultimately to take the good actions, not only insights to understand, but also immediate actions, right? So um, uh, pro providing personalized experience, providing uh, uh, all the, um, let's say, all the events we know online that will be more and more uh, difficult to, to create. Um, also uh, being able to do this on browsers, being able to do this yeah. on apps is also uh, one of the next challenges. So uh, as you can see, yeah, we're not we're not lacking challenges. <laughs> um, Absolutely. But we are tackling them, uh, looking forward to tackling them. Absolutely. Well, it's always good to know your challenges because um, a, a lot of uh, a lot of people are now experiencing so much of the unknown that they're not sure where to start. But it's always good to know the challenges and the barriers that you've got to break down as well. Now, my last question, which I'm often told my final question is often the, the hardest to answer, just to preface that one with it. Um, was if you could go back, say, five years or so and give yourself one piece of advice, whether professionally or personally, what would that be? Uh, five years from now, um, so personally, they would be uh, play your instruments now because later it will be more difficult. Uh, travel the world because there's a pandemic uh, coming up. Um, but uh, professionally, I think it would be um, really uh, doing this, uh, building building trust already uh, because mm -hmm. everything is going to change. And the companies that will, um, let's say, win uh, are the ones that will be prepared to have a unique relationship with their users um, and be able to have, let's say, uh, uh, solutions that answer the business challenges, but also the, the concerns of your users. Absolutely brilliant. And I will just say, I think if future you came back and said, by the way, there's a global pandemic coming up, I'm not sure past you would have believed it because it's been a bit of a crazy time, hasn't it? But uh, a really great answer there. Thank you so much for joining me on the Bob Pod. It's been a pleasure chatting to you. It was very nice as well. Thank you very much, Catherine. What a brilliant conversation. I think for me, the most striking takeaway I can really bring from that chat was the constant balancing act that this department are having to do at the moment. So whether that's privacy, versus personalization or creativity versus allowance. Really, really very interesting stuff. And certainly, as I said during the episode, it's a landscape that is constantly changing and very, very exciting to keep our eyes on. Now, as always, make sure you are subscribed to the Business of Data platform for all of our content, as well as following us on socials to allow you to connect with other thought leaders just like yourselves. For now, stay safe, stay well, and we'll see you next time.